Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, a lot going on in D.C. He's the most connected man there, the man that knows everything. Uh, how are you, sir? All right, Sean, how are you doing today? How many people do you think have lobbied me since Friday because they want me to support this one or that one for Speaker of the House? <laughs> Uh, probably a lot. As of now, there's only two people officially in the race. Just a few minutes ago, the majority leader of the House, Kevin McCarthy, made it official. Everybody had been expecting him to run for John Boehner's post. The only other officially announced candidate is Dan Webster from Florida, who ran back earlier this year in a last-minute thing and got a dozen votes against Speaker Boehner. So for now, those are the only two. There's there's no member of sort of the Tea Party, the Freedom Caucus, who is going to run for speaker, at least not at this point, it doesn't look like. There had been some well, talk. Well, I have talked to, I will say this, because I'm not hiding this part, but a, a lot of the conversations I've had I'll keep private because uh, I think it was implicit that they were, but I have talked to Jim Jordan a number of times. And we have I was Mark about to mention his name, yeah, and there was some talk he might run for majority leader, but he hasn't pulled the trigger on that and hasn't really given have you off heard any the, indications. Have you heard that there's a push to get Trey Gowdy as majority leader? There is, but uh, the trouble is right now, if you're not, uh, I mean, as soon, and literally as soon as Boehner made his announcement to his fellow Republicans on Friday, the phone calls began. And you've got uh, Steve Scalise, the current whip. This is running not for speaker, but for majority leader. They assume that Kevin McCarthy will win the job as speaker. And so they're trying to then move into that number two spot. So you've got Steve Scalise, who right now is the whip, number three. You've got Kathy McMorris Rogers from Washington State, who's right now the number four. She's trying to run for majority leader. And then a guy from Georgia named Tom Price, who is the chairman of the Budget Committee. And uh, the three of them have been doing an awful lot of work on the phones, Price today was endorsed both by Jeb Henserling of Texas and by Paul Ryan of Wisconsin. And everybody trying to lock down votes right now. If you're not in that right now, it might be that you're getting a late start. But, you know, there's still the chance somebody from the Freedom Caucus or the Tea Party could get into these leadership races. But we have nobody not seen it can as yet. become speaker if they stay united as a caucus. Nobody wins without them. Um, there still is the chance, and I've had Republicans, uh, they told me this this weekend, that uh, they worry that those who support Kevin McCarthy, that he could win the vote amongst Republicans, but then could be held up on the floor by denying McCarthy a majority vote. You don't need just the most votes to become Speaker. You need a majority of those present and voting. We do have two instances, I went and researched this today, two instances in the history of the House where a speaker was chosen by a plurality, both around the time of the Civil War, but that was only after many, many ballots and weeks and weeks of uh, infighting. So, you know, I, I wouldn't think that that would be something we'd turn to. It would be the majority vote, but it is possible, theoretically, if this went on and on and on. But yes, you're absolutely right. If, say, 30, 35 members of the, the Freedom Caucus slash Tea Party wanted to, they could withhold their votes and block the election of Kevin McCarthy or anybody else that you want to name that would be seen as sort of an establishment kind of guy. If they want to do that, they certainly can. It's going to be very fascinating to watch. One thing that Boehner went out on the weekend, and this kind of pissed me off quite a bit, and I know it pissed other people off, you know, false prophets, unrealistic, uh, never had a chance of defunding Obamacare, spreading noise, a fool's errand. He sounds like one angry, bitter man, because the reality is he did not get out for any other reason as he didn't think he had the votes. And he was told by people he didn't have the votes. And I know because I talked to the people. 
No, I think that there there are a number of Republicans that I would call more the veterans, more the establishment that do feel that way. Again, it's it's often like I say to people when they ask me about what's going on in the internal machinations here. I always say, well, one side thinks the other is crazy and the other thinks the same thing as well. And so, you know, look, I, I think that some in the party are trying to figure out a way. How can they move Kevin McCarthy forward? with some confidence of the people in the Freedom Caucus and the Tea Party side uh, in the House of Representatives and get everybody to work on board uh, together. They're not going to agree on strategy all the time. We've seen that over the last few years. But, you know, I think there's people here who worry that even if he becomes the speaker, Kevin McCarthy may soon be in the same box that Speaker Boehner has been in in recent years. Well, if he runs the House the same way that Boehner did, he would be. I mean... One of the things that I hear is building behind the scenes is to put a coalition together, and that is uh, the Freedom Caucus guys, more establishment guys, and have a more open, more inclusive House of Representatives where it's going to be consensus building and voting within the, the conference to decide what to do. That's what I've been Well, that, that's sort of the Dan Webster platform. He ran earlier this year and got a dozen votes. I spoke to him today. He was in the airport coming back here to D.C., and he told me that he's been on the phone calling people, talking to people, meeting with people. Uh, he said that uh, he wants he doesn't want a rush on a vote. And I think the timing of this, Sean, will be very interesting. I would bet that there are sort of establishment guys who want to vote quickly, and get this over with fast. They do, but I, I already hear that they're slow walking this in the Freedom Caucus, and they're not going to rush into this. Well, we've got a we got a meeting tomorrow of Republicans behind closed doors uh, tomorrow evening at five here, in which no staff will be present. It'll only be lawmakers, and they're going to talk about the way forward. Uh, the The schedule for the House is they're in this week, they're in next week, then they're out the week of October the twelfth. And then they're here the last two weeks of October. So before Speaker Boehner leaves the day before Halloween on the 30th, they're going to have to have those elections and then figure out the vote on the floor. Because, no, you're absolutely right. If, you know, they never had they never took that last step with Boehner to block him on the floor. They had two opportunities to do that in January of 2013 and January of this year. There's a, that option that's certainly there. If they don't think McCarthy is uh, is doing going to do enough for them, they could theoretically block him on the floor of the House. Well, it's going to get very, very interesting very quickly. And I think one of the the prime one one of the concerns among the people that I'm talking to as well is that Boehner's already made up his mind when he keeps talking about cleaning up the House and the stable for the next guy that that means surrendering on every issue, including funding Planned Parenthood. See, well, I think the Planned Parenthood thing is over. I mean, they couldn't even muster a majority for a plan that would have blocked money for Planned Parenthood last Friday in the Senate. They well, only the, got the latest strategy that I'm hearing is that they're going to bring it into a, a committee, and the committee is going to point out all the horrible things they do, and then they'll have a better case to defund it in April. That's the last I heard. They are going to try with a, a special investigation to focus more energy on it. Uh, their one problem is that the poll numbers simply are going the wrong way. Uh, that Fox poll of a few weeks ago showed a majority did not uh, want to cut off money to Planned Parenthood. There's another poll from the Wall Street Journal out today. I think it was 61 percent said they didn't want to go that way. And so Republicans, I think, are feeling very frustrated that what they believe is a fantastic, you know, cut and dry issue has not been playing as well. So, no, in this short term, the first CR, as we call it, the continuing resolution to fund the operations of government, there will be no provision in there on blocking Planned Parenthood money. That will cost the GOP leadership some votes on the Republican side. Yep. But I don't see a way forward on that right now. The numbers, like I said, there wasn't even a majority for that uh, in the Senate on Friday. Uh, let's talk about Donald Trump. I thought Donald Trump 
laid out a fabulous economic plan today. Did you see that? Did you see the presser with him? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it boils it down to four rates. It's if you make uh, 25 grand as an individual a year or Nothing. 50 grand for yeah. a, a married couple, you would pay no federal income tax. Uh, up to that amount. It would then bring down the other rates. It would be zero, what was it, 5, 15, 25, something in that range. I, I put it up on Twitter earlier today. But the top rate would come down from 39. Zero, 6. 10, 20, 25. There you go, down to 25. So it would be a big reduction the for corporate rate people. is the biggest one because then it makes yes. America a corporate tax safe haven. And so not only would you have reductions in rates for both individuals and businesses and corporations, uh, Trump says that then that would spur new growth. It's, you know, a very familiar supply side arguments from Republicans that it would gen generate jobs, generate new economic yeah, growth but and bring you notice, in new revenue. But was, what was different is he spent so much time emphasizing how how so many Americans, 75 million plus, won't pay a penny in income taxes, not a penny. Yeah, no, I, I think it was a. It, in that sense, it was a very populist kind no. of uh, uh, kind of plan. Now, there weren't a lot of details offered on what exactly you would squeeze in terms of things, uh, the write-offs and loopholes and other things that you would squeeze on the either the corporate side or for the upper income side, because that would have to be a big part of it. Uh, but certainly, he's uh, you know again. I don't think it's that much different than a lot of other plans in many ways. It's a lot like Jeb Bush's. But it certainly gives Trump something to hang his hat on, whereas before he was just talking sort of in broad language. Well, I mean, that was one of the criticisms that certainly turned out not to be true. Uh, all right, so we got we got this battle going on. We got the House Freedom Caucus Tea Party lawmakers, none running at this point. Uh, no date set for the GOP leadership elections. We hear that that's going to be delayed. I'm hearing that it's going to be de delayed. You got Trump laying out this plan. And then you got a big battle fight going on between Trump and Rubio, and Rubio said he's not getting in the mud with Trump. Yeah, you know, Rubio has uh, refused to do that. I, I think that uh, he's decided that it's not going to do him any good, and frankly, it hasn't done anybody any good to engage Trump directly on a daily basis. The latest poll out today from uh, the Wall Street Journal and NBC had Rubio again up high with Carly Fiorina. Trump and Ben Carson won two, almost in a in a in a tie there, basically a margin of error thing. And Rubio's numbers have bumped up some since the last debate. One thing about the next debate, which will be a month from today, Sean, some Republicans are getting a little nervous that NBC, which is the host of the next debate at uh, in, out in Colorado in Boulder, that they are going to squeeze the size of the field and not have, you know, a pre-debate forum and then a main stage debate with so many people. We haven't gotten the exact details yet on their uh, plans for how many people will be allowed on stage. But that's something to watch in coming days, because I think there's some worry amongst Republicans that some of the lower guys might get pushed off the I, stage. I, I think we've got to be realistic at some point and realize and just state the obvious that George Pataki is not going to be president. Gilmore is not going to be president. Lindsey Graham's not going to be president. And stop wasting everybody's time. Uh, you know, in certain fairness, I mean, you need like 3% at least to, to get into a debate, for crying out loud. I mean, these guys, have, it's, a, it's the biggest platform that you could ever want, and they're just wasting our time. Yeah, if you cut it at three, for an example, uh, right now, if you go to the Real Clear Politics and look at the average of the last few polls, that would get rid of uh, Rand Paul, Rick Santorum, uh, Jindal, uh, Graham, and Pataki. In fact, in the national polls right now, if you can believe it, Pataki is actually slightly ahead of Jindal when it comes to polling. Wow, that's pretty interesting.
but you know what? There comes a point where you've got to realize that you've got to clear the field, and that's something that Scott Walker, I think, very courageously recognized, although I think he might have done better if he stayed in the race for any length of time. I still think, well, I think one problem was the money for him. You it know. probably wouldn't have been uh, a big deal if he had a very small operation, but he didn't at this point yeah, in time. Now, on the Democratic side, their next, their first debate is two weeks from today. CNN is the one running that debate, and they basically today Invited laid out a Joe scenario yeah. that said, hey, Joe, if you want to declare, even on the day of the debate, you're welcome to come out to Vegas and have your seat at the table. So How nice nothing from the VP at this point in time, but CNN leaving that door open if Biden wants to announce in the next two weeks that he could go to that first debate. But because they know a debate with Hillary and Bernie Sanders is going to be a snooze fest, and I, I could not suffer through that. Now, Hillary was on with Chuck Todd this weekend. She's finally admitting that the FBI might find deleted work-related email on her server. Oh, all of a sudden, it came out of nowhere. The Pope, by the way, snubbed the Clintons, but met with Joe Biden after. Hillary can't explain the latest batch of emails either. She was pressed this weekend to explain the emails exchanged in January, February of 09 with David Petraeus, then the commander of the United States Central Command, and uh, she said, it's, oh, it's beyond my technical understanding. So that is pretty still amazing. That just keeps going tick, tick, tick. And what? We only got about a little over three weeks before she'll be here on Capitol Hill testifying. Before Trey Gowdy. Do you, do yep. you want to be testifying before Trey Gowdy? I would. Uh, uh, look, if you if you have conflicting stories, I would assume he'll use his uh, uh, his tools as a former federal prosecutor to go down that road. Yes. Unbelievable. All right, Jamie, no shortage of things to uh, talk no. about. Lots uh, of stuff tomorrow. CNN, Sean. All right, Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington, up to date. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.